Education, Leadership, and Beyond, Surviving and Thriving. My name is Andrew Murata, host of the show, and happy to be back on here on Education, Leadership, and Beyond. It has been a while. It's actually been a couple of weeks. We had some delays. We had some cancellations. Uh, we had my daughter's birthday week uh, where she canceled on me. She was going to be my guest, and uh, I got booted uh, for... Uh, LOL dolls or something like that, but uh, we didn't make the cut. But happy to be back on uh, here on Education Leadership and Beyond. And uh, uh, we have a fantastic guest tonight. We're going to meet Neely Bartley here in a moment. She is the author of Lead Beyond Your Title. And we're going to talk leadership. We're going to talk education. We're going to talk all about the hashtag Lead Lap and, and hashtag T Lap with the Burgess Group and all those great things. I have my notebook here ready to go. It, it is a blank notebook. You can see that. <laughs> and we are about to fill it with all the great things that Neely's going to share and talk about. And this is how I'm going to record my notes. Uh, this is our sponsor of the show here, Rocketbook. Uh, I love this Rocketbook. If you watched the show before, you know uh, that I have a relationship with them and I enjoy their product. So it's a great way to uh, take notes. It is a reusable notebook. And I am, when we are done, I am going to mark one of these on the bottom, and it's going to go to my Google Drive, my Google email. I might share it with Neely, um, but it's going to give me a transcription of my notes, and I'm going to have a record of it. And when I'm done, I could just wipe it off, and I still got my notebook because sometimes I lose things. And if you're a busy educator, if you're a parent and you're running around and, and you lose that, oh, where was that paper? Where's that notebook? I always have it. So I want to thank Rocketbook for sponsoring the show. Uh, check out their website. You punch in Marada20 for a 20% discount, um, and that's on rocketbook.com. It's a really cool product, and uh, I'm happy they're part of the show. So thanks to Rocketbook. Check them out. Um, so that being said, we're going to get right to it. It is show number 89. I'm excited. Uh, we're almost at 100, which is great, wow. and uh, it's been a cool journey so far. Uh, so we're going to talk to Neely here in a moment and lead beyond your title. For those that know the show and uh, um, know me, they know I'm a high school principal, right? And and the high school principal is supposed to lead the school, right? The high school's principal is supposed to set the tone and be in charge. And this book is all about teacher leaders, school leaders, regardless of what their title is. And it was so inspiring for me to, to read this and get going because those teacher leaders are out there and they need someone like Neely. They need someone just to springboard them forward, right? And the book is all about what it says, right? It's regardless of, of what you do in the school, you could be a leader. And I just wanted to talk for a little bit about chapter seven. I'm not going to read to you, um, right. but here it is here. You know, we all play a role in our schools, right? And uh, leading our schools. That's not the mentality of everyone. And if you're in schools, you're in education, you know that. And, and Neely really brings it out uh, in this chapter. She tells a story, and I'm going to ask her about it, but she tells a story here about Squish the Squash. 
And, and when she got started in her school and, and, and she was like, man, and they could just tell that she was gonna like raise her hand and get involved. And, and they were like, yo, shh, calm down, young lady, don't get going. And people tried to hold her back and, and, and squash that enthusiasm and basically told her like, don't speak up, don't, don't raise your hand. And she was like, what? And she said, no way. And boom, now look at her, look at all what she's doing. Um, and I was, you know, I was inspired by that. I was really inspired by that. Um, if you are watching live with us here tonight on Facebook, or or even if you watch it on on tape afterwards, tape. I'm dating myself. If you watch it online afterwards, <laughs> I got you. Uh, leave us a comment. Leave us a question. Leave us a comment, and uh, we'd be happy to talk with you tonight. Uh, if we have time tonight, we will we will answer your questions. But but leave us a comment tonight. Um, but that chapter really resonated with me. I'm going to ask uh, Neely what part of the book resonated with her. It, this part was about, again, anyone can lead regardless of the title. And you just need that one person to say, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do this. I'm going to go ahead and try this. And, and Neely tells a bunch of stories in the book like that. Uh, and that's inspiring for a school leader, right? Don't hold back. Let go. Raise your hand. Get involved. Try new things. All of those things. And these are all in those chapters. And uh, um, I'm going to welcome Neely in here. I talk too much. People say, Andrew, <laughs> cut out the cut out the opening segment of your show and get right to the guest because you talk too much. But here she is, everyone, live on Facebook. Uh, this is Neely Bartley. Neely, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. And I find you very inspiring. So I mean, talk as much as you want, please. It's completely okay. <laughs> well, this is Neely Bartley. And again, the author of Lead Beyond Your Title. And I appreciate that, Neely. Uh, but sometimes people get tired of hearing the principle, right? He's up in front, yip yapping, and, and here you are, a teacher leader, now an author leader, now a, a, a you know, Twitter leader, all of these things because of your enthusiasm and your 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 willingness to to just get involved. So tell me, Neely, tell me about this journey you were on and, and how, how it got started. You tell a great story to open the book. Tell me how you got started on this journey. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um... Yeah, it's it's been quite a journey. So basically, when I think about my journey, I think about my my pirate journey because ever since I started teaching, um, it's pretty much been one since I started my career with Beth Huff. So let's see, this is my fifteenth year. So way back when we were in our twenties, um, I started my teaching career with her. So we were teaching like pirates before we even knew it, and that always stayed with me. So Beth really helped me kind of shape my philosophy on education um, and become the teacher that that I really wanted to be with passion and enthusiasm. And she was hard to keep up with, like, you know, the danger of having a key to your classroom and your building. I was there on the weekends, like every weekend, but it was so worth it. And um, we had a blast. So that's always been such a key part of my journey is taking those two years with me, even when I came back to Boston that never left me. Um, in terms of really going pirate, I actually kind of had like a bump in the road. And I do write about this in the book. Um, I, I started feeling lost as an educator about, let's see, well, I guess it was a little over four years ago. I had, I mean, there's really no other way to put it at a really bad observation. I mean, it was just, is bad. <laughs> and um, I didn't know it was bad. So that's the tough part is when you think something <laughs> actually went well, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh no. Um, and I really started questioning myself um, and what I kind of brought to the table as a teacher. And Beth was there for me through the whole thing. And, you know, suddenly she sends me a book for my birthday about a month later called Teach Like a Pirate by Dave Burgess. And um, I kind of questioned like the whole pirate thing at first, right? I was like, what is she getting herself into? And then I read the book and that was it. 
you know, Dave says that we are in this life-changing business, um, but I, I hope he realizes, and I'm sure he does, but it's a life-changing book, right? So they go hand in hand. And I really never had, uh, this is almost five years ago, another, you know, unpirate day again. I turned pirate. I found my crew online. I really had my first crew in school as my students, you know, the super crew pirate. Crew 202, right? Crew 202, yes. <laughs> um, they were a great place to start. I mean, what 10-year-old doesn't want to be a pirate with their teacher? Um, so it really kind of was this pivotal point in my career and in my journey where everything and anything seemed possible. Um, I connected to the passion of why I started teaching in the first place. My students were on board with me. I had courage. Um, then comes learn like a pirate and it just turned into the best year ever. Um, and it exceeded all expectations. And what's so cool is that's where the book starts and it never, the kids never leave. So it's almost like they were there writing it with me. And, um, that's basically how my journey kind of got to where it is today. And it really, I would say, Teach Like a Pirate was the biggest influence. And so you share that Beth, and that's a great story, Neely, uh, Beth gave you the book. What was it in the book that, you know, it, I mean, it punches you in the face, right? It, it takes you by the shoulders <laughs> and says, you need to do this, you know. But what was it in there that, that got you going? What was that spark? I think, um, and I felt it overall in the book but i think what really what really got to me and i think this is what is so awesome because i think this is what resonates with most people that read it is that whole idea of would you buy a ticket to your own lesson you know and i wanted to be that teacher that could say yes and i know it's not always perfect but if i wasn't bringing who i was to the classroom and inspiring my kids to bring who they were um then I knew that I couldn't get to that point because who I am is someone who enthusiastically enjoys showing up every day. And if you hold back or you're, you know, you fall into that trap of um, being overwhelmed with the, the everyday demands of teaching and the testing and, you know, the pacing charts. And if you can't free yourself from that and do what you know is best for kids, then, um, it's impossible to teach like a pirate. So it it gave me that freedom. It sort of broke that weight that I felt under. And I just, I had the time in my life and, and I still am. You can tell and you can hear it in your enthusiasm. <laughs> and our friend Jay Billy is watching. Jay! Uh, Lead, Lead with Culture uh, is his book, uh, another great uh, leadership book. And But he writes here, you know, Dave said it wouldn't be easy. He said oh, it, would be, Jay. It, would, it would be worth it. You know, Beth, you tell the story again, opening, uh, Beth, excuse me, Neely, you That's opening okay. the, 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 the the book, right, about, you know, the principal coming after Christmas break. You know, who wants to share some good news? And, and you raise your hand. I'm going to be a pirate. Yes. You know, you're lucky you didn't get uh, shot by a bow and arrow. What was it in that moment that made you raise your hand? And it was really, it was a life-changing moment. What was it that made you do that and say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this? Well, I think that's the other brilliant thing about Teach Like a Pirate is that you are automatically in a community. So when I joined my first TLAP chat, you know, Dave and Jay actually, I remember, is being so supportive. Welcome to the crew. Welcome to the crew. And so when you have that, I mean, my students were wonderful, but when you have that support system, um, it's amazing what you can do with it. So if I say, all right, you know, I put on Twitter or I send in a message, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to tell my colleagues and my principal that I'm, I'm becoming a pirate. Then you're, you really feel this, um, 
you feel this sense of, okay, I have to follow through with it now. You know, I made this commitment. I did it publicly. I have all these people supporting me in the moment. And so that's why I did it because I said I was going to. My legs were shaking. I got some giggles. Um, I also had some people that were interested, but it was kind of like, you know, my friend that good, good friend from college is reading that part of the book. And I knew exactly what she was talking about when it made her laugh because she could hear me almost talking, you know, it's like, oh, Neely, like that's Neely being Neely. But, you know, it was me sort of making this out loud commitment. And I still can't believe I did it to this day, but I did it. <laughs> well, and it's been a journey for you, right? You, the, the, the power of a single experience, the power of a single moment, you reading that book, you raising your hand, you going on Twitter and doing all that you know, it really changed your life. Uh, and Neely, you've mentioned pirate a couple of times and, and here, you know, it's an acronym. Dave likes these acronyms right here. It is. Is that, there we go. And, uh, you know, pirate stands for something, you know, passion, immersion, rapport, ask and analyze transformation and enthusiasm. So if you were tied on an Island and you were being attacked by pirates, Neely, and, and you could only pick one letter, if you could only pick one of the pirate acronym and be that, which one do you, would you say that is? I have thought about this, and I think that I'd have to go with passion. I really would. Um, you know, and I, I wrote a post um, last year called Passion Up, and I really believe that, you know, I was born with this intense amount of energy. So I think passion and enthusiasm, I mean, it's nine o'clock at night right now, so I, it's not as intense as it usually is. Um, but I think passion and enthusiasm go really well together. But without passion, if you don't absolutely not just love what you do, but are driven to do it, um, you're not going to wake up in the morning running to school. And if you're not going to wake up in the morning running to school and really wanting to be there and also inspiring other people to find their unique passions and discover what gets them up and going, um, you're not going to be as effective as as effective as possible. And kids and our colleagues deserve us to be as awesome as we possibly can be. Because if that's not the case, then we should go be doing something else <laughs> that we're super passionate about. So I say we have to passion up and make school as amazing as possible. So definitely P. And Neil, that's a great answer. Not, every, not everyone has that passion, right? And as a school leader, Right. If I had an invisible radar gun and I could shoot it at my staff, you know, it's really not invisible because you can see it. Right. And you and you share some stories about people that, that tried to bring you down and, and you know, almost almost tease you about that passion. Um, but you also in, in some different roles you had, you, you talk about getting support and buy in for the work that you were doing. You were so impassioned. You were so enthusiastic about it, but not everyone else was. And you talk about on page fifty nine about investing in their passions and finding out what their passions were. Tell me about that journey where you, you know, you got knocked down a little bit because you, you wanted everyone to have the passion you were, but not everyone had your same passions. Tell me about that story. Yeah. So, and that's really the second um, part of the book. You know, I changed roles from being a fourth grade teacher for a very long time and having this inspirational crew of students that, you know, like I said, will always be with me um, to going into this K to three technology integration role, which was very different. Um, showing up to school and throwing all these, you know, passionate ideas at 24 kids who are eager to just soak up 
all of your enthusiasm is different than working with, you know, hundreds of um, educators, you know, uh, teachers, every role, administrators. And so it was like a same big district, um, same district, yeah, same district. Yep. Okay. So it was really eye opening for me. And so, you know, I kind of was still going on, oh, you know, oh my gosh, we did so many awesome things in the classroom. We have to try genius hour. We have to do ed camp and all these things that, you know, being a pirate educator and getting on Twitter um, and social media opened my eyes to, you, you can't throw all of that out there at once. And it was, I really had to learn that, yes, I was so supercharged to share the exciting things that I had learned that that past year and in other years, but that um, it wasn't just about my agenda. It wasn't just about my passion. And to be the most effective, you have to be inspirational and bring yourself to everything you do and nothing less, right? Like I, I feel that with all of my heart, but you have to know how to pass the mic. And what I realized was that when I slowed down a little bit and had a couple of, of difficult meetings and started to really, and it's, it's not that I didn't have great conversations with colleagues or wasn't a team player, I truly was, but when I really started to listen and invest my time in helping my colleagues bring out their passions and, and run with them and make school even more exciting for them, I discovered that, you know, one of my passions is really connecting with people and building relationships. And so, you know, I, I write about this, that I, I think it was, you know, rapport kind of taking a back seat and I let it take the wheel. And um, it, it just was never, it was never the same again. It was just like kind of, instead of, um, you know, trying to roll snowballs uphill, we were going downhill and it was at a faster speed and I started to build a crew and it wasn't our unique passions that we all had in common, but that we were willing to embrace each other's. Um, so that was really a game changer. And it, it taught me a very important lesson that it's a, it's a give and take. You have to be willing to take the mic and bring it, but you have to be willing to give the mic and listen wholeheartedly to get others to bring it to. I love that. I wrote that down here, pass the mic. And, and, and you write that uh, in the book too, uh, which, you know, I, I love it. I want to try it at my school. Uh, <laughs> but the concept of a silent day as the teacher leader in the, in the, in the classroom, you know, tell me about that concept. And, and you did that as a teacher. And, you know, are people embracing that in your school? Is that something that other teachers are doing? Uh, so I am so guilty in that I've only tried it once. I don't okay. have to, well, and because I was, I tried it the last time I was in the classroom, right? So, sure. um, and I have to give full credit here to Paul Solars because that is uh, something that I took among many other gems um, from Learn Like a Pirate. And it was awesome. Like talk about passing the mic. Um, and really what, you know, and I talk about it with colleagues, what a great model for students, right? We always want to be doing things that we want to bring out of our students as well. So ideally, we want to give them the mic as much as possible. And I wasn't allowed to talk. And I put a post-it on my shirt that basically said, I'm sorry, I can't talk today. And they did it all. So, you know, one of the other things in his book that was, it was like gold was this concept of, of give me five. And we modified, it a little bit so that everybody kind of had a five to hold up. And so what it did was it really taught the kids to control the class. And when they wanted to say something, they called to give me five. When they had a question, they called to give me five. And my kids who tended 
tend to call it a lot, what they ended up doing was trying to cheer other kids on to call it at least once. So it was a real team effort. They were running um, discussions at the end of the day. And this was all inspiration from his book. Um, and they, they did it beautifully. They led the whole day and I was super proud of them. I would like to bring it back. Uh, and it was very accepted by my colleagues. Um, right now, you know, I'm teaching fifth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade in a middle school, and I only have them in trimesters. Um, but I think it like for 40 minutes for the day, but I think even for just a period to try it and to kind of get them ready for it by building a culture where they're feeling like they're ready for it, uh, would be awesome. So you, you challenged me to sort of bring it back. So thank you. Yeah, let's do it. Bring it back. Give me, give me five. Right. <laughs> My wife uh, has been asking for a silent day for me, but that was on the weekend. That's what she's been asking. I, I don't know about that. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, but your friend Jay Billy says love, he loves the give me five. And again, okay. if you are watching live, please leave us a question or a comment. Uh, we'd love to make you part of the show. Uh, and maybe I could pass the mic. Huh? <laughs> um, Neely, how about leadership, right? So many people, so many teachers just think it's just their classroom, right? And you you kind of open that, even though you're still a teacher and you're teaching, you're doing different things in your school. You know, I love that you made this a teacher book, but about leadership. Tell me about, you know, what have you learned about leadership more since the book has come out? Well, um, since the book has come out. So that's an interesting question um, because I think since the book has come out and, you know, I didn't necessarily anticipate this, but it has certain, certainly like challenged me to live up to the book. Yeah. Right? I've even reread it a couple of times to be completely honest with you, because I want to make sure that this is not just something that, you know, this is part of my journey and this is what I did. I need to still be doing it and I need to be showing that and I believe in it. So it makes sense. Um, so since the book, it's interesting, I've, I've taken on a whole new role and I'm still doing some technology integration, but I'm also teaching nine sections, uh, of classes in, in a middle school, fifth through eight, um, in mm -hmm. native Massachusetts. So, um, nice. yeah, so I only, well, some of them I only see, um, once or twice a week. Okay. So it's not every day. No, I have like, so I have a wonderful schedule, but so it's kind of in a way, like put me back in the classroom where last year was, um, very much a coaching role where I was like co-teaching, but I wasn't having students completely by myself unless it was small groups. So now I have a lot of students. By the end of the year, I'll know, I don't know, four, 500 students maybe. Um, so being back in the classroom kind of put me back in a situation where, yes, I'm doing some coaching, but how can I um, really still inspire teachers to lead who are in similar situations like me. We're with students most of the day. We're not necessarily out and about in classrooms all day, although that still is part of my job, which I absolutely love. And I think that one thing for teachers to keep in mind is that, um, yes, we can inspire our colleagues, um, you know, whether it's meeting before school, after school, doing some really cool initiatives like from four o'clock faculty by Rich Chiz and making sure that um, we are putting our ideas out there in creative ways, even if we're not leading meetings. Maybe it's it's having a video or, you know, getting people to meet over lunch. But I think one of the key things that definitely helped me as a teacher is lead with your students. Help 
have your students help lead the school. So whether it's students leading PD and then we're getting involved with teachers together, um, having them show off some of the awesome stuff that they're doing, I think is critical because they're kind of evidence that this really cool way of learning or these ideas that Mrs. Bartley is we've got this, right? So two things that I've become a part of this year, which I'm really excited about are two um, like sort of tech intern leadership teams that are just comprised of students, but that are led by administrators and myself and colleagues together. And one group just did um, a presentation in front of the whole entire faculty. So whenever um, we're in that place of not necessarily feeling stuck, but we need some inspiration to lead beyond the classroom. I think that having your students show off um, some of the things that they've been participating in that you have helped lead them in can be, can be a big game changer for other people to see. I don't know if I answered that so well. I apologize because I feel like I talked on and on, but That's let me know if you need to clarify. I mean, I like the point that you you brought about the kids. We have a new superintendent in my district, and today we had a community uh, organizational meeting uh, where there was a number of community members, and he said, we need to bring the kids here. And it was great. They, they were the stars of the, of the meeting because this is what we're, we're doing, right? We're here to work with them, here to serve them. And, and you know, I think it's great. It was a great point, um, you know, because it is all about the kids, and sometimes we lose sight of that, worrying too much about the adult stuff, right? Right, and they can really, I mean, and my kids, when I was in the classroom too, bringing, you know, I, I think bringing the class out of the room, like get them out there and, um, you know, just show some stuff and suddenly, you know, the learning's in the hallways and it's around the school and people want to be a part of it. So I think that's huge. And the other thing too is like, go talk to your administrators, you know? You want to share something at a staff meeting if you want to start an initiative where you're getting teachers together around something you want to talk about that, you know, you're passionate about or you want to find out what they're passionate about. Just, I think that, you know, and I even fell into this a little bit too, especially, you know, in my earlier years a little bit, just being kind of shy and, well, you know, they have their own agenda and they've got to get this done and that done. You never know what's going to happen, especially if you bring some ideas on how to deliver it. A lot of times like administrators are, are looking for for things to put into their meeting. Right. You come with a plan and be like, hey, I, I got this. Would you take a look at it? What do you think about doing this or leading it together, seeing how what you come up with to um, impact your colleagues, see how that can fit the vision of your administrators. That's huge, right? So if you guys can come up with something together, um, it can make a real difference. And once your colleagues see you sharing, and especially if you rock it, um, they're going to come back to you and they're going to look for that leadership in you. And it's really going to change your role. You know, that's you, you define your role. And I think when we realize that, um, that it can go past the job description and beyond your title, that's everything. And then you've sort of broken through this wall and, um, you know, potential is endless. Well, I hope a lot of teachers heard that message. I might show that message uh, uh, in my school because, yes, we are looking for those teachers to step up. We are looking for teachers to lead, and we are looking for that input. Uh, I was fortunate to have Todd Whitaker on the show a couple of weeks ago, and, you know, he was all about what What do your best people think? What are your best people doing? Support your best people. And, and uh, when those best people bring those things to you, uh, even if it's not, one of the best teachers, right? Let them go with it. Let them try it. Let them do something. So 
Uh, that's a great a, a great point, Neely. And uh, you, you know, you're you're leading the way for teachers. Neely, let me let me shift gears a little bit outside your school. Have you transitioned now since this book is such a, a hit and 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 it's doing so well? Like, have you been presenting? for the book, like at, at conferences and things like that? And, and are you enjoying that aspect of, of this work? I, I love presenting, you know, one of the things that I, I've discovered, I think even just through writing is um, finding, you know, whatever you want to call it, like your leadership strengths, or, you know, my kids like to call it superpowers. So I put that into the book. Um, my One of my leadership superpowers that I discovered was connecting with people. Like I love getting up and talking and connecting and leading sessions. Um, I love to make people laugh. <laughs> I think that humor is huge. And um, so I talked about the book and presented ideas based on the book in um, in a conference in March at the MassQ um, Leadership Conference here in Massachusetts, and that was it was a lot of fun. Um, I actually asked my principal to join me because I feel as though where I work now, um, I'm I'm so happy. It's like I have to like pinch myself to remember that it's like it's really happening that this job can be that good. Um, it's kind of like the unwritten chapter now that I'm not that I wasn't in a thriving culture before, but this culture is is truly thriving. And so I got to present with her, and and she offered some great ideas from an administrator's perspective on leading beyond titles. Um, we are going to do it again at um, a principals conference here in Massachusetts. Um, at the Cape over the summer, and I get to keynote at a conference in New Jersey with Jay uh, about the book, which I'm very excited about, right, at Dive in August. Um, and there's a couple other potential conferences that um, I'll get to do the same thing, so that are coming up. So I have a few um, down the road in just a few months, and I'm just, you know, I'm enjoying the ride. I've been really blessed and overwhelmed with positivity. So it's, it's been awesome. Cool. Well, keep rolling with it. And your enthusiasm is infectious. Uh, you're clearly an extrovert, uh, which uh, I am as well. So uh, you got two forces coming together. So that's, uh, that's really cool. But, um, and I look forward to seeing one of your, your presentations. Nilly, you, you also you. write about in the book about you know, your first social media post and, and getting getting on social media and then that you had a fear of, of the misinterpretation, right? Tell me about your, your growth with your PLN. You mentioned Jay, you mentioned Beth, people, you know, Paul, um, Solars, Rich Chiz, you know, people that have helped you grow through your PLN. Now tell me about your social media journey. Well, um, it started with like, just, you know, having a few people that I was connected to. I think one ISTE, I think it was like 2014. I was like, oh, I got to get on Twitter. And then Beth helped me and she's like, get a follow Jay Billy. And um, it kind of went from there. <laughs> um, and it's really started with TLAP and having the courage to start just putting myself out there. And then from putting um, tweets out there, then all of a sudden I was writing blog posts. And I think like, I don't know, I, I really need to be writing more, but all of a sudden over the last few years, I had like 30 of them and 
it was funny because I remember I put something out there. You know, I tried a student ed camp or whatever, and, and an educator in Florida sat on Twitter and said, well, when are you going to, when are you going to write about that? And I was <laughs> like, I, I just did. Like, <laughs> what do you mean write about it? So um, he wanted me to write a post and this was, you know, blogging was very new to me. Sure. And after that post, because I had this teach like a pirate and learn like a pirate, you know, PLN, the community was so supportive that people retweeted it. And then all of a sudden, like people responding and saying, well, I want to try this with my kids or, you know, I can do something similar. And all of a sudden Beth was doing it with her elementary school, um, which she was a principal of at the time. And it hit me that, okay, even if one person is inspired, and I know Dave talks about this a lot by something that I that I put out there, it's worth it. And then I started digging deeper and saying, you know what, even if I get something out of it, if all it is is that I'm reflecting, and I know a lot of people talk about this with with um, with writing posts, then then it's worth it. And so I kind of came over that fear. Jay has read so many of my posts before I actually click submit, and I'm, I'm getting better at that. Um, but it still is, even now, it's a little nerve wracking. But because I have so much support, the, the negativity, which I, I am very lucky to say there's been a very small amount of, um, but it's it's easier to digest. And, you know, you listen to people like, you know, I have so many heroes out there, but Brene Brown is definitely one of them. And, you know, what I've learned from her recently, her Netflix gig was amazing. Um, when you put yourself out there in the arena, right, it's going to happen. You're, you're, you're going to get hurt. You're going to fall down. Um, and you have to be prepared for that. And I think that I've gained strength from that. But having a crew that I know I can depend on to help lift me up is so, so, so important. So for people out there that are wondering, well, you know, there's a great video on, you know, what might be, I forget who is the author, Derek something maybe, um, what might be obvious to me, you know, might not be to someone else. It might be amazing, right? And I'll send you the link if I can find it. You may have seen it before. It's spectacular. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, if people are kind of doubting that, then um, just know that it could be making an impact for someone out there and you'll never know unless you try, right? And so having those people around you to cheer you on, it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. I love it. That was great. And uh, yeah, it's very authentic, Neely, and, you, and you're going through this. And, uh, we had a friend of mine on the show that gave me the best advice, you know, and and, and uh, I love it. And I say it a lot. And I, but I keep thinking about, you know, just keep rolling. Keep rolling. You're going to have rolling. people that say bad things and whatever. And, you know, keep rolling. Uh, there's going to be negative. Uh, sometimes I joke, I could give out hundreds after school and there'd be people that complain that you should have given me five twenties instead. You know, so right. you just keep rolling and, and, and you deal with it and you, you know, so Nelly, what's next? You got another book coming. What's next? For Nelly Bartley? What's, you know, you got presentations, you're doing podcasts, you're doing blogs. What's what's next for you? You got some kids there sleeping in the home office. Yeah. What's next yeah. for me is I'm going to plug this in. So my, I thought I had like 50%, but it's running low. So you're dying. You don't want to plug, you don't want to pull you know, for power here. Uh Nope. There we go. Okay. Cool. So um, now you're juiced up. What's next for you? What's next? Yeah. So I, um, I have to keep writing, you know, I'm, I, I get that itch. Do you ever get that itch? You're like, Oh, yeah. oh I gotta write. Anytime I'm inspired, I have to write. Um, and it's funny cause my, my English teacher, my sophomore year of high school, um, I loved him and he, 
It's three words he said to me, you know, years and years ago, never stop writing. And I did for a while, um, but you know, I, I need to keep doing that. Um, and so just the act of writing is, is huge. So I want to make a commitment to do that. What's next for me really is um, I'm, I'm so happy in Natick and I'm so invested in this district that I'm just really committed to and, and diving in to um, learn as much as I can about middle school, about being um, a contributor to the culture where I am in at Wilson Middle School where I am, but also within the district. And um, yeah, I mean, I just, it's, it's mind boggling to me. Like I have to pause for a second. You know, I, I when you, I just think what, what makes a huge difference, right? And just relationships, when you have that feeling of like running in every day and you get your energy from the kids and your colleagues, um, such a huge piece is knowing that you feel valued, not just from the students, but your colleagues and especially your administrators. When you know that the people that you are working with value who you are and your work and what you bring to the table, um, like I'm so all in right now that I, I would do anything for this school and for the people in it. So what's next is being the best I can be for them and growing with Natick. Very cool. Great answer. And what next? what's next is tomorrow morning, Friday. It's late here on the East Coast. I know we have some California viewers, but let's get rolling with rapid fire so you can get oh, in bed. Oh, boy. I'm going to bed. And uh, school will be here. I'm gonna, I like to get there early on Fridays and get rolling. And, and so we'll get rolling. Uh, we're going to do the rapid fire, which is a fan favorite here, Neely. Hang on. And let's roll about it, okay? <laughs> rapid fire, quick answers. Here we go. Last book you read? Uh, they call me Mr. D. Yeah, break from rapid fire. Tell me more about that. What, who, what, I've heard that. Yeah, so this is written by um, the principal of Columbine. Um, oh, that's it, yes. And that's a, that's a uh, Burgess book, right? Yes. yes. And okay. um, I've never read anything like it. Uh, I couldn't put it down. I mean, he stayed, I believe, for 15 years to see the kids who were at preschool at that time um, graduate from high school. And you get to know him before, during, and after. Um, I think one of the quotes from maybe an athlete that he had coached was, you know, they would, and I, I could be wrong here, I apologize if I am, but they would run through a brick wall for him. Um, so just getting to know this amazing human being. And um, obviously you, you cry, you feel the tragedy and you also feel the heart and the, just the the community. So, um, and how they, they got through it. It's just a tremendous book and, you know, I, I highly recommend it for, for any human being, but it was just, it was phenomenal. Cool. Cool. I saw that on my PLN and uh, yeah, cool. All right. I broke it. That's, I think that's the first time I ever Sorry. broke out of rapid fire. So you're breaking rules here on. Uh, I am. Um, I apologize. LB. Last movie you saw. This is embarrassing. Not because of the title. Um, yeah, because it was over the summer. Rapid fire. Mama Mia. Here we go again. <laughs> that's cool, man. I heard it was not good. I heard it. I heard it was awesome. It was 
so yeah. good. It was so good. I'm seeing a fake ABBA concert tomorrow night. I'm very excited about it. Just rock it they're out. not really ABBA. I thought they were, but they're not. <laughs> Favorite place to travel? Israel. Wow. Very cool. Greatest challenge in your work? Grading. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, thoughts about that. We're doing okay. Everybody does great. <laughs> Something that motivates you. You shared a lot of what motivates you. Something that motivates you you haven't talked about yet. Something that motivates me. Oh, can it be anything personal too? Anything. This is your, this is your show, girl. Okay. I If I know there's going to be dancing, I'm in. Whoa. <laughs> Here she goes. There was no dancing at Asbury Park, but you still brought that uh, dancing. Okay. You need a drink before you dance, or you just no. you're the first oh, one out there. Just, I just need music. It's like in my blood. I hear it, and I have to move. Watch out! <laughs> All right, we're gonna dive into some New England here. Uh, Red Sox or Patriots? Um, Red Sox. Okay, Brady or Big Poppy? Oh, so hard. I have to it, mm, for different reasons. You know, I've got to call it a tie. Whoa. Pedro or Schilling? Pedro. I mean, he's so funny in the dugout. Where <laughs> is your Boston accent? The ka and the shots. What was? Yeah. What, well, I did. What happened? <laughs> where, 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 uh, it's like you almost need a translator as you talk to some people from up there. Uh, yeah, no, it's pretty thick. I Well, I did live in Missouri for five years. I know that was a long time ago, but my husband's also from Missouri. So maybe if I was around the Boston accent more, I would. No, I just don't have it anymore. I grew up uh, about half an hour south of Boston, and now I live about half an hour west. See, that's yeah, that's odd that it's not in you know, know. deep in there. I can bring it if you want. Uh, well, yeah, you know, I mean, you get some shots in the car, and you know, sometimes you know. Uh, best purchase under a hundred dollars that has had a great impact on your life. Um, lead like a pirate, and. You had to buy the book. They didn't I give you did. one. She's, I'm, she's like my sister. I'm gonna buy her book. Oh my god, I cried. Oh, everything and lead with culture. <laughs> Jay, getting a shout out. Jay's been watching the whole show. Jay, how about a question, Jay? We appreciate you watching. You know what I mean? I so appreciate something, it. The best. Something about Neely Bartley that people do not know. Mm, I can juggle like three things. It's not very impressive, I know. You want to demonstrate right this second? <laughs> um, I do have my son's. I, ha I really didn't plan on this. I didn't plan oh, on it. So <laughs> embarrassing. Hold on. I've got like three balls here. Let's see if I can. Oh, wait a minute. I should be standing up. Hold on. This is embarrassing because it's live. Now I, I have to on the spot. It. I put you on the spot. You did. I can <laughs> juggle, but I'm like, there's cords everywhere. You're sitting. There's cords. It's 930. It's not where, happening where right now. Where did you learn that? Where did I learn not juggling? <laughs> I learned it in Missouri, but I have to take this off for a second. Oh, there we go. Okay. I did a few. Okay. We're going to stop there. I can't do it, but I've got this cord here. So it's a little. <laughs> I believe that you can juggle. I can. I can. You're, I'll you're do a video next time. Rapid. All right. Move on. Let's move on. That's not rapid. <laughs> a, passion of, uh, a passion of yours outside your family and outside your teaching. Hmm. Um, I already did dancing. I love to play sports. I played softball for years. So I started playing squash and 
I, I love it. Definitely. Like I will get up at like five o'clock in the morning to go play squash. Love it. That's like, like the cousin to racquetball, right? It, they're, yes, they're related. Okay. The Jay, said you, Jay said you play uh, the ukulele. Oh, yeah, I'm teaching myself. Yeah. So 40 years old and I'm teaching myself how to play the ukulele. Um, so yeah, like I love music and sports. My family is very musically and athletically inclined. Um, so those are always been passions of mine. I like that. They're going to bust on your juggling exposition there. But yeah, they're, okay. yeah that <laughs> I forgive you. I really can do it. Neil, you were very uh, open about some challenges you had. You know, what's been a personal or professional hurdle that, that was a challenge for you? Um, so like I have, so that I'm, you know, energetic and I, um, you know, it's funny. Somebody said to me the other day, it was a teacher and she said, she stopped me in the hallway and she said, you know, the kids, cause I'm still new at this school. She said, they, they're telling me like, she's always so happy. And she said it like really quietly. And so I think that, um, you know, I, I, I'm very lucky, so I feel like I have this enthusiasm. I'm going to spread it. It's like a responsibility to spread it. The world needs as much happiness as possible, right? So I love that. I enjoy it. But when you have a lot of energy and you feel things so like intensely, when you're not happy, like that can hit me really hard too. So I'm sensitive. So I'm like, like I put a lot of energy into crying around school with excitement that when I really have that be a challenge to um, be resilient. And then like when you're this really happy teacher at school and then you're not happy for a second, like it's noticeable, right? Mm. So um, because I have sort of, I can be really, really, really sad or really, really, really happy because I, I take things to heart. That can be a challenge, especially when um, things are a little bit tough to get over but it's it's okay it is who i am and i know that i'm not like that resilient super like awesome rubber band that just gets right back into place um i'm a little slower i'm like a really old rubber band that's like really <laughs> stretched out um but that that's a hurdle sometimes and i just have to sort of accept it and then um build myself back up and keep going like you said keep rolling keep I rolling it. keep going I your honesty that was a a uh, deep answer. Short-term personal goal, three to five months. Um, to as I said, I want to. You know, I only wrote like two blog posts this year. So, short-term goal is to write more often. Cool. Keep on writing. Long-term personal goal, three to five years. Yeah. Well, so I haven't like mentioned my family enough. <laughs> I just realized that I'm like, oh yeah, that's my personal life too. Um, I like long-term goal is honestly just, I have an eight and six year old. I want to be the best mom, which I don't always feel like I am sometimes. Um, best mom and best wife that I can possibly be and balance everything. I'm like balance, um, not equally, but give them as, as much love and attention as I can. Yeah. Yeah. And we had to bump this podcast back to get the kids to bed and do all the things we have to do. <laughs> Uh, I dig that, Neely. How can people get in touch with you, your Twitter handle, you know, and if they, if you inspired someone today, what's the best way they can, they, you know, get in touch with you? Um, I would say Twitter. I'm okay. on Twitter a lot, probably more than anything else. So I'm like not tweeting a hundred times a day, but I definitely check it. So it's nbartley6. And what's the six stand for? Oh, nbartley was taken. So, <laughs> so I, I love the number six, but it's not that sentimental 
Okay, you just grabbed it. Just just took it. I mean, I don't know. I don't even know. I never asked Jay Billy why he has two. We we give him a hard time. We're always saying, hey, Jay Billy, two, but it's he's got a, he's got a two in there. <laughs> Jay Billy one was taken. Probably. Certainly our book recommendation uh, is Neely's book tonight. If I could get this in the screen here, here it is. Lead beyond your title. You did a fantastic job tonight on the podcast. Oh, thank and, you. And I'm going to get this. Uh, they call me Mr. D book. That was, uh, you know, that was powerful that you you shared that uh, as a school leader with us, something that we never want to go to, but here's Neely's book. Uh, guys, check it out. If you're looking for inspiration, whether it's over the summer whether it's on a weekend, it's a fast read. It's a short snippets. Um, very well done, Neely. And, and Neely, you know, I, I took a quote and I want to share the quote that I took out of the book that you had in there. Uh, but do you have a favorite quote? Neely, I don't want to put you on the spot again, but you have something that that's my quote. That's what I like to say. That's my thing. Um, I know what Jay wants me to say, <laughs> but that's Dave Burgess's quote. Um, do I have a quote? Specifically that, that, oh, well, that I've written. Um, it doesn't have to be yours. No, nah, I got Henry Ford's here. Yeah, no, because I, I, I love that one. Um, I love that. That was great. Yeah, you know what? I didn't write this quote, and, and I, I apologize. I should have been um, more prepared. But I, I do like, I, this one has stayed with me forever, and I think it's anonymous, and I'm going to misquote it, but it's something along the lines of, Kids will do amazing things if we let them. And that has stayed with me forever. Write that down in the rocket book. Look, you know, I got two pages <laughs> here. Kids will do amazing things. I love it. And I, I probably miss misquoting it. It's it's good enough for me here. And I love that you wrote in the book here. If I if I had asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. And that's Henry, Henry Ford. Ford. And, yeah. and that goes to, you know what, as a leader, yeah, you have to listen to your people. You have to make connections with them. But you also have to move the dial. You also have to push people beyond their comfort zone, beyond their limits. And that quote, I loved it. That, that was another punch in the face there. Um, because as principal, I ask my people all the time. But they're in their comfort zones, and I need to get them out of their comfort zones you know, so that's a great quote to end in. If I had asked my people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses, and that was Henry Ford. Neely, it has been a pleasure talking with you. Uh, Thank again, you if you're so watching much. the show uh, on replay, uh, leave us a quote and reach out to Neely. Uh, she's doing great things with her PLN, and she's doing great things uh, in Massachusetts, great things with her book. Uh, I look forward to seeing you at another conference, Neil. Me too. Me too. Thank you so much. And if you are watching it or you're going to watch it, rather, make sure you fast forward through the juggling part. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can make up for that. I'm going to have to video myself. That was my fault. That was time. why I put you on the spot. I apologize. No, that's okay. Listen, it's fine. My kids, my husband was away and either they took turns waking me up in the middle of the night for the past three nights. So I shouldn't have really done that. <laughs> I'm really this tired. Neely Bartley, everyone. We are going to sign off here on Thank Education you so Leadership much. Beyond. Uh, continue to go out and do great things in your school. Continue to inspire people. Uh, tomorrow's Friday. You bring it on a Friday and inspire those kids. We are going to tune out here on Education right. Leadership Beyond. Let me get this music going. There we go, Neely. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was a pleasure. You did a great job. Thank you. All right, everyone. Check out Neely on Twitter. Check out her book. There it is. 
Thank you. Stay on the line a second. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.